These are the yays of our lives. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realise there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seizing your yay. I'm Sarah Davidson, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy, and fulfillment along the way. <laughs> Just warming up your voice. Yeah, I've got this song stuck in my head and I actually don't... I only knew the start of it and it literally goes, hey, and I, really, I, I genuinely don't know what it actually is though. Is it the Lion King song? No, it's not. It's like, like, anyway, I'll have to find it. And send it. It's, <laughs> it's just, like when you hear it, you'll be like, this is not the Lion King. It's like low key techno, but it's not. Wow. That doesn't sound like a song you would have in your head. Okay, sorry. I literally have a sister. <laughs> and Angelina is back in the room. <laughs> well, guys, this is a very special Valentine's Day dose of Yays of Our Lives. And, of course, I'm doing it not with my husband, my actual love, but Angelina slash Angfoot. Slash Angelfoot, the only Valentine you need today. <laughs> because ours is a true love, yeah. but also because we're away on a romantic holiday. Yeah. And this is the extension of some of you might have seen that we surprised Ange with a forest and heaven themed Airbnb. And then for the follow up, I took her to the actual forest and we were in Lawn down the surf coast. I have to say that forest apartment was equally the weirdest yet amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, okay, this is borderline strange as, like, really, really weird. But also, you know, I was like, do you know, it's so me. It's so you. And everyone's like, yeah, it's so strange it's that it's you. And I was like, you know, that's testament to me. But no, it was so – it was like – It was the weirdest but the greatest. It was the weirdest but the greatest. I agree. I remember walking in and, and honestly, I'm normally pretty good at guessing what things are going to be or – or knowing what the surprise is going to be. I kid you not, I had absolutely no idea what I was going to walk into. I walked in and It's really this, hard to surprise this you. This forest apartment and then there's this heaven room and I was like, okay, this is so... How like much this- joy did it bring though? It's like yeah. the cleverest thing. Because that apartment would have been pretty boring if it just had nothing in it. You know, it would have been a normal Airbnb, but it wouldn't have gone viral like no, this a, one. No, it's a great business idea. But I think for context, I'm not just this... I just don't. Weird forest dweller. Yeah, I'm this weird You're not the plastic Hobbit. forest You girl. kind of are the Hobbit. I am. Um, <laughs> it was because you guys know me so well that you know that I love, I have this thing for high ground that it makes me, it triggers me in a weird, like happy, emotional kind of way. And night lights, like city lights or fairy lights or whatever lights that happen in the, in the night. And I'm obsessed with them. And I think that night it was meant to be pretty wet and rainy and dreary. And so you all combined all of the things that I love into one indoor thing. <laughs> it was just so strange. We wanted it to be a picnic on a hill yeah. with the city skyline so you'd get the night lights, the higher ground perspective, the hill, also nature, being outdoors and not too bougie, so kind of picnicky. I was even going to do like those picnic styling, like fancy picnic ones on a, you know, you know, the ones yeah. that, that look like a fairy garden party. And then I was like, wait, no, it's Anne. She's way too bougie. <laughs> so instead we had cushion logs, yeah. cushion logs and cushion rocks. <laughs> but it brought so much joy. But we were, we planned this as like, that was with all your closest friends. And then we planned this one for just us, which is also meant that we had a little love weekend. And yeah. weirdly, we've had quite a few questions since our last episode, I think, like maybe two weeks ago, asking how we met. And I feel like you've been on the show like 85 times now. I feel like we've told the story, like you were in the very first episode and then you've had your own regular interview scheduling episode plus all these yays of our lives. I'm like, have we never actually explained it? Well, that's what I was trying to think. And I was like, maybe we maybe we did like just we're like, oh, these were the circumstances that we met. But yeah, like in, in detail. Talk about how we met. 
Right. Okay, yeah. well, just in case, as a recap, if you've heard it before, you hear it again. If you haven't heard it before, this is the real story. <laughs> and we thought, obviously, for Valentine's Day, it's like a besties love story. And we also haven't done, like, first impressions. <gasps> you know, like, singles offended, like, what's your first impression of me? Oh, my God. Okay. So, quickly, <laughs> we have a dot point to add in before we start the story. <laughs> so, Andrew's recommendation a couple again a couple who even knows like these all blur into one another was to watch singles inferno which then we had multiple messages or dms saying agreeing that singles inferno was the one and i was like i have no idea what you're talking about i'd forgotten that you even made it the recommendation because i was already trying to catch up on your last one free solo which also everyone agreed guys you you've been so active on the dms lately and it makes me so happy anyway so this weekend away and was like well you got to watch singles inferno like we're on a romantic weekend away we got takeaway we're going to watch some netflix and we've binged like we just finished the last episode we've been here for like 24 hours the whole season i was like we can do it one day and i didn't i didn't know if you'd froth it on not, but I, I frothed it well, just like your latte well, this morning. <laughs> well, she exploded I, the milk machine, everyone. I love love so much. There's like really things that just make me cry for no reason. I guess there is reason, but I don't just cry. <laughs> so if you follow me on Instagram, I, Andy's been crying since we arrived because love is so beautiful. Love is so beautiful. And so we watched it, and Sarah has been hooked like like, like wide <sighs> like wide hand overly extended finger clapping hooked. Oh, like, the extended finger clap, like when you like the. <laughs> Like the like yeah 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 inverted. like fingers aren't touching but the all the palms are like pressed <laughs> against each other. <laughs> Explain the concept to people who aren't a familiar. Genu- genuinely, it's the best way to describe it. It's like Love Island but Korean, and so culture plays a big part in how it's the storyline goes and how it's so different to Love Island. But essentially, mm. they get put on an island for nine days, and there's guys and girls, and it's like meant to be for dating, but. Their culture is so different that their love is so wholesome. It's or at least so relationship wholesome. building is so wholesome. It's so, there's, so cute. Like, the, the most, I guess, like our ex related thing they do is like high five. Oh my God. They do and like, they only little, hold like, hands on the touch. last day, like once they know they're a couple. Yeah. It's so and so, cute. But, but you still get like, you know, like hot dudes with like six packs and pecs and like beautiful girls and all that stuff. But it's just so about communication and. I don't know. Just and you like, start gunning for them all, like to yeah, end up with each like other. Yeah, and they're like waiting for each other, and they're chasing <gasps> each other, and they're like confessing their love for each other, and like they've just met. But there's no like, they're not trying to be all over each other. It's just like this puppy love wholesome. I know. Vibes. It's so it's like if kindergartners were dating. It's so sweet, yeah. so sweet and innocent. And it's like you know when Love Island in the West is like a total meat market. It's mm. just like let's all romp together. <laughs> and, <laughs> And, like, it's just – it's a lot. Like, it's great, but it's a lot. And this is just so – the sweetest parts of people falling in love. And even when, like, two guys want the same girl or the opposite, it's it's just so innocent. Like, they're so polite about it. They're like, oh, it's your turn with her. Like, they're just – they have such good manners and it's just so lovely. But you still see when, like, the fireworks, like, the spark. The electricity. (gasps) The electricity. The electricity. So cute. (laughs) But stressful because you get so invested in them all and they're just so but they're also the most attractive people ever and so like i've watched the whole season already and so i rewatched the whole season with sarah and i knew i was coming up and i would just keep tricking her and i'd be like but what happens next <laughs> does like she wrote commentary <laughs> <laughs> so what were we talking about before this Something about just how much you love love. Yeah, I no, think is that what we're talking about. Else as well. <laughs> like we were recording because I don't even know why we got. <laughs> yeah. I just thought we needed Something to explain that friendship. that's what we freshly oh, come first off. impressions. Oh yeah, okay. First so one of the cute things that they do is like they ask, "What's your ideal type?" Like mm. even the way they court each other is so dignified, and they ask really meaningful questions and also really upfront questions like, "What is your ideal uh, like looks?" And then what is your ideal personality and how to match that up? And so my first impression looks of Andrew. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I like her double eye thick eyelids. (laughs) I like your really tan skin, like you're out in the sun all the time. You're really outdoorsy. I like her third tooth to the left. (laughs) I like that you can't eat sushi because your teeth don't close properly. Okay, this is not a roasting session. (laughs) But it's so cute. They literally ask what was your first impressions on the first day. It's just so sweet. So let's go back to our love story. Okay, so February 27, 2015. Oh, my God. 
guys. No, we 2016. Also, we also have friend versary. We have friend versary. <laughs> <laughs> we're so late. Oh, we're so oh late. But this is also a reminder that I love my husband so much, and I'm so sad that we'll be apart for Valentine's Day. But you can also use Valentine's Day as a celebration of friend love or family love or any kind of love. You know, it doesn't have to just be your romantic partner. So well, this is our love story. Yes, we can definitely touch on the types of love, which I have discovered more so in the last year than I have ever. But just remind me to chat about that. Yeah, I'm just um, going to write a little dot point down because yeah, we're yeah, really good. vague and we'll never, yeah, we'll yeah, never yeah. circle yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, we'll never circle yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> never, ever use circle back in a sentence. No, so I don't even know why we know this date, but February 27 is some for some reason we've made that our friend Rose. But it, it was also the day that we first met. Again, I don't know how we both were like, oh, that's the day. No, it was like you, for the first few years, were really on to dates and times, and I'm 10 years older than you, basically. So I was already like, what days, what? Like, I don't remember anything. But I'm so not a friendversary kind of person. I'm not not like, oh, me and Chris have been on March 16 and – 2003. But you remember dates and times really well. And I was already like, oh, we met like 25 years ago when you weren't born. <laughs> but I think that was like, do you remember how impressed you were when I was like, hey, it's our friend Versa yeah, coming up? Yeah. And it was like two years later and you're like, you remember? Because yeah. I don't remember anything. Yeah, yeah. But like 2016 is when we met mm-hmm. and I'd just come back from my big backpacking trip in my gap year. And I was just about to start uni and... I remember when I was away overseas, I said to Catherine, and I remember I was like on a bus to Vietnam and we were just messaging over, like I messaged Catherine's Andrew's sister. Yeah. And I was like, whoever owns Matcha Maiden? And at the time I I wasn't really entrepreneurial. I guess I was in a sense, or I guess I always had it deep down that I really love innovation and clever. Yeah, just. (laughs) I love clever. I love clever. (laughs) That is it. Um, <laughs> what is your ideal person? Clever. Clever. And then I said to her, whoever owns Matcha Maiden is amazing. And because before I'd left, I'd done a bit of like cooking and things and I was had like this food blog or the something. The green counter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Oh, my then, God, you were a food blogger. I remember I, you did recipes. No, and like, I wasn't. A, well, yeah, I guess. No, you and a friend. You made yeah, an account yeah, together. Yeah, and so we're using Matcha quite a bit and I discovered – the health food store with all this matcha and for some reason matcha maiden it was never the most like most ceremonially packaged and like in a tin and this fancy fancy it was just like in your paper bag but it was everywhere it was just in your face <laughs> everywhere and i was like what the heck and then i went to budapest and i was like what the <gasps> oh heck oh my gosh that's right it was in budapest and i was like okay whatever the heck Heck, was it my guys? Melbourne cafe that you found it in? Uh, my Little Melbourne. My yeah. Little Melbourne. In Budapest. Oh, yeah. shout out to you guys in Hungary. Yeah, they're awesome. And then I was like, I just, I, I was like, whoever these people are that own this and are global is incredible. Like, if for a, they are a Melbourne inspired cafe, and if they're associating Matcha Maiden with a Melbourne cafe, that's like a really big deal. Anyway, so I was messaging Catherine, and I was like, whoever owns this is really awesome. And I realized it was you. And I just said, and I wasn't like I wasn't fangirling or anything. I was just like I was, I was impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was. I sent you six thousand voice messages. <laughs> oh, we should have brought out the first oh message I sent you. Wait, surely we have that. It'll like, be in your like messages. It'll okay, be okay. As of right at this moment, ago. I'm going to start scrolling. Yeah, so start given scrolling. All the like crap that we send each other. I might have to circle back next okay. episode. No, find it. Quick scroll. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Use your. Use your long fingers, long lever arms. Okay. Yeah, so I said, I remember saying to Catherine, oh, whoever owns this is amazing. Anyway, I knew of you and I just forgot that I knew of you. And then I was like, oh, so. Oh, you knew of me before Matrimonian, vaguely. Well, yeah, vaguely. Yeah. Like really, really, really vaguely, though. Because by that time, you and Catherine hadn't really spoken for like six years or something or yeah. seven. Because- okay, interjection of uh, like the prequel. Wait, here you scroll while I do this bit. So, <laughs> Catherine is Andrew's eldest sister and her and I were really, really close in school. So we did year nine to year 12 together. We were in a band. We were like joined at the hip and I'd met, you know, Andrew's parents and like I I don't, I think I'd met Benoit maybe, but anyway, I knew all about your family. So I actually met Ange when she was like six or maybe eight when we were at school. And I remember Sarah only because the Catherine always had this adopted friend. And that was you. And it it was the adopted adopted friend. I was fast. Adopted. 
Adopted smart friend. It's all right if you're ESL, it's fine. ESL is me. ESL student. <laughs> second language. PTSD. PTSD. Anyway, so I had met Ange. I knew about her for years because I knew all of Catherine's younger siblings because they were all, you know, part of the family that she spoke about all the time and, you know, she loved you guys so much. She practically, like, helped bring you guys up. So I had known Ange since she was a tiny baby. And then Catherine and I went to the same uni but completely different schedules and we kind of kept in touch but not weren't as close as we were at school yeah. for a couple of years. But, like, we, I mean, we sent messages every now and then. Yeah, like it, it was very sporadic. So I wouldn't necessarily have said that you were – we weren't close then. Yeah, no. and weren't chatting or anything. Anyway, so I said to Catherine, oh, it's some, her name's Sarah or something. Catherine was like, and all she had said was, oh, my God, it's Sarah. And I had been, like, looking at Match Maiden and seeing your profile that many times and it just didn't click. And then for some reason, Catherine was, when the minute Catherine said, oh, my God, it's Sarah, I don't know what happened and what stars aligned for me to understand. And, I, and then it just clicked that it was you, Sarah Holloway. And I only remember you as Sarah Holloway. Like the word had to come to the first and yeah, last yeah. one had to come together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I still have lots of friends from we primary school. We were just like, like that. What the heck? It's it's Sarah, Sarah. And Catherine was like, it's Sarah. Anyway, so and I kept traveling. And in that time that I was still traveling, Catherine had reached out to Sarah and said, my sister thinks you're awesome. I've got to find that message yeah, too. I don't, I've never seen that message. I've never read that message. I don't know what it was, but. I've got it somewhere. Saved. And I came back from my travels on like the 23rd of February. I think this is why we know the date so specifically. And Catherine. <laughs> Whatever. It's because um, you love me. Yeah. I've got you tattooed on my heart just right <laughs> ab- above my left nip. Um, I am Wombie. <laughs> That's my face. <laughs> yeah, she had surprised me. She was like, oh, let's go out for brunch for your birthday because we hadn't seen each other for six months or whatever. I was like, okay, cool, cool. And I'd gone for a run that morning and then come and met her in this place in South Yarra and I was a sweaty mess. And yeah, I turned up to this cafe and there's Sarah sitting with Catherine. Oh, my God, that's right, so on the side of the road. confused. On the side of the road outside Drugstore Espresso and I came up on my bike and I was just like, oh. <laughs> like, what is going on? Because we had spoken about you once and that was it. And then um, she had surprised She was like, and then you were all, you know, jolly, jolly you. And jolly, then, jolly and then me. I was like. <laughs> I was not jolly, jolly me. <laughs> well, you know now, now you know context. You know I love surprising people and make, like yeah. you guys have heard, you all listeners have heard me also say I want to do the like surprise neighborhood proposal. Like I love stuff like that. So this day when Catherine was like, can we surprise Ange? I was like, <gasps> and I genuinely am, I kind of can get sus with what's happening around me, but I just had no idea. And uh, I remember the first thing I said was, oh my God, Catherine, you should have told me because I wouldn't have gone for a run. I'm a sweaty mess. <laughs> and me, I sweat profusely. So I've got the nose sweat, eye sweat, eyebrow sweat, eyelash sweat, Eyeball nostril sweat. sweat, like teeth sweat, everything sweat. You could probably, Honestly, it's coming out of my- Pretty sure I saw some ear holes sweat <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> coming out of my pupils. <laughs> you, I thought you were crying was watching single no, Inferno. You were just hot. It was just saline. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, so, like, in the longest story ever, that's how we first physically met. And Sarah was all like, hi, you're so lovely. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God. And we chatted and Catherine and Sarah, that was the, your first time rekindling as well. And then I remember during that breakfast, I had come back from my travels and like that trip didn't change me, but I, I guess like it exacerbated my love for spontaneity and um, like this free spiritedness and this, I don't know, this fearlessness in life. And I remember seeing my uni schedule and it was only six contact hours. I was like, what the heck am I going to do with the rest of my life if I've only had six contact hours? <laughs> well, I obviously had a job and everything, but I'd come back from this big trip where I'd done so much. I'd trekked, I'd hitchhiked, I'd seen the world, I'd met people, I'd just done everything you could possibly think. And I came back and I felt like Melbourne was my friends. Everything was really stagnant, like everything was slow. No one had really progressed in life and I felt like I had done so much. And I remember, just for also context, during my trip, I had all these business ideas, like starting a restaurant for rice paper rolls. And, and I, this had stemmed from being in Nepal and seeing how when you order Dalbutt, it's kind of like automatic refill until you're full. And it's just this thing that they do and as a community, as a community and everyone knows it. And I always thought it was just amazing. And 
I remember being on the trip being like, what if we created something like that in Australia? I know it's a different culture and, and you know, you can't just get food readily available and things like that. And it's not like cheap. But what if we did this rice paper roll situation where we it was unlimited refill of the fillings and people rolled it and it was really community and you and you you know we taught you mm. like my family was there that we taught you how to roll and then you rolled with you because that's how we eat rice paper rolls at home we mm. sit as a family everyone gets the rice paper but you fill it yourself you roll it yourself you eat it and all that jazz so it's really fun and I had done a lot of rice paper rolling with all my couch surfers overseas and they loved it as well and couch surfing. Is free, so you don't pay, obviously. <laughs> I'm just in the background scrolling through our entire relationship to get back to that. <laughs> what did you find? And it's a, I, mean, I mean, this is when you hold in a part for so long, it feels like it might come out of your mouth, and there's this video of this guy. I'm sorry. Sorry, Andrew. I'm just, just, oh my God, this is from 2019. Anyway, sorry, keep going. I'm just like re-watching our whole relationship. It was really cute. So long story short, I had this business idea already budding in my head that I'd already run through Catherine and she was like, yeah, let's do it together, which then later became Paper Plane's food truck. But I remember coming to Sarah that day and being like, okay, what do you think about this food truck idea? You know, we serve rice paper rolls. It's like you do really wacky flavors and like banana and peanut butter. Yeah, like really cool stuff. And you were like, that is awesome. That is so great. And you could do this and you can do that. And you so invested in this idea and it, it validated our idea. And then therefore that's why we, that's pretty much why I kept going with it. Cause I was like, okay, someone with business brain thinks it's viable. So we're just going to give it a shot. And at the end of that meeting with you, I said, if you need a hand with anything in your business, let me know. Like if you need me to wipe your bum when you go to the toilet to respond to emails I can do that like I was just literally which like, I still need whatever which you is need. why you're here oh whatever you need yeah if you need personal care assistance I can organize that for the council um I can be your carer it's fine and then you're like oh I'll let you know and I thought it was a polite let you know and anyway, a week later you'd reached out and you said actually I might take you up on that offer and I don't know what was running through your brain in that week I'm pretty sure like I'm pretty sure it would have been that you couldn't get me out of your head and you're thinking about me every day so you had to reach out but I can't confirm that but I'm pretty sure hey Bim I just thought look she looks really tired (laughs) because she's been running around in my head (laughs) (laughs) that's just a line that came up on singles inferno by the way I'm not actually (laughs) that corny but I am and I thought it was hilarious anyway and yeah you said hey I might take you up, up on that offer and that's pretty much how it started. And then uh, we met up the week after. Again, I came up, I came as a sweaty mess. And Sarah's this like elegant, well dressed, like beauty blogger. Oh, and at the time, I wasn't oh. using, I wasn't on social media really at all. Like I hardly. Except the green counter. With Except all your, the green your counter, fan base really, of three. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, you had a good fan base. No, no, it was literally three. And then you had asked me to help if I would help with your social media. And I had zero social media experience, but at that time. And like I am now, I give everything a really red hot crack. And I think I could, fi- I knew I could figure it out. Uh, and you kind of just said it was not at that. Do you remember that? Oh my God. Do you remember? It was nine posts a day over 24 hours. <gasps> yes. It was nuts. It was, And we did that for years. It, we did it for so long. And you're like, oh, because we're global. We actually do every three hours we do a post. Because all time zones. All time zones. So we use this app and it's called like Schedulegram at the time. Oh my God, Schedulegram. And I schedule like the overnight ones and I post the day ones and blah, blah. And I was such a keen little, what was that? It actually worked back then. It was great. No, at the time that was the appropriate strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And that Um, got us to like 50,000 really quickly. Yeah. And which is why I always thought that you guys were pioneering e commerce on Instagram or at least e commerce via social media. And that's why I said to Catherine, I said, whatever they're doing, they are doing so well. And it was a lot of it came down to your marketing and a lot of that was using social media, which I, I still believe and I stand by that I think that you guys were one of the first to pioneer that world Aww. of yeah, business over social. And yeah, so I remember like starting that and that was my first foray into social media. And it went from just posting and a lot of regrams and you had a lot of assets that I can use. I didn't have to create much to we were doing – like photo shoots and oh my god, our photo shoots! I don't know if realize, we cook like all yeah. these recipes. Oh my god, they, I don't so think people realize fun. that the marketing team was 
Sarah and I by that point. And we had, you know, Maddie and we had male help as well. And then it slowly became literally just two of us taking all the photos. You know, everything that you saw on the website was us two. Recipe testing we were, and taking a hundred photos. We, you know, it's like we were so bad, but we, we thought so we bad. were so amazing. We made an ebook. We, we made two ebooks. Yeah, we did. But we we were so crafty. We took these photos and we take like sixty five photos and there's one and we'd gush over it for six years. Yeah, and be like, okay, so we have that one photo, but sixty of them, so we can only post it once. And we spent eight, 18 hours doing this one recipe. Oh, <laughs> but we had so much fun on we those shoots. We had a shoots. lot of fun. And I think that's where we became much closer, like you yeah. and I. And I think we were, on, we were always just on the same wavelength. I think also having the background that we both went to McGrob. Mm. We both, and I've like, known you Ka- for so many years. Like, well, like, you've known Catherine. Like so, as in I trusted your family and I already yeah, knew you. Kind so of- the trust was already there. But, yeah, we I was so young. I was 18 and you were 57 at the time. So yeah. it's quite a big age difference. You're right. You're right. It's the but cream. love has no it's boundaries. Love does no age, boundaries. Age is no, no ageism here. Age is an abstract number. Absolutely. You're only as old as you feel. Yeah. And in dog years, you would have been like eight, seven and a half. No, anyway. wait. It's opposite. In dog years, I would have been seven times 50, whatever. You would have been 350. <laughs> Quick maths. <laughs> Quick maths. <laughs> but I also think we had a really similar sense of humour. Yeah. We but the both- things that we were different in were also really compatible. Like yeah. we were teaching each other things at the same time. And I was like, yeah, we both valued the very much the same things, like friendship being one and appreciation of each other being the other. Like mm. to the point where I would say I – do. You cannot pay me. We had arguments about this. I was oh, like, I that last year of you not. Oh my god, that was, was that was intense. It was. It we was, made a scene, and I said I will not accept payment for the work I'm doing because what I'm getting out of this is more valuable than monetary value. Because I had retail jobs at the time as well, but what I was learning and what I was being able to do because you were. You allowed me to do so many awesome things that we got to stay in really cool places to shoot and (laughs) this whole world that I just didn't even know existed before that. You know, you'd be like, hey, I've got a pair of shoes for you. or And it it wasn't always material, but it was just cool. Like, We did really cool stuff. You know, we went to branches often and just things like that. You know, you'd have launch events and you'd be like, hey, come if you want. And just things I just, yeah, I didn't even know existed at the time. And so I said, you can't. And then... Sarah was like, I have to and I want to and I feel uncomfortable if not. But even that, like both of us appreciating, acknowledging work in different ways, Mm. and I think that's the best way to put it, was testament to how like similar our values are. Mm. And even little things like I would go over and beyond to make sure that I was supporting you, but then you would literally go over and beyond to support me. And I think the thing was it's really easy to think that people behind the screens or, you know, business people, influencers or whatever, uh, just for the screens. But I think that's why we became so close because it was really evident really quickly to me that you were not, like, superficial. That you and Nick just gave so much to us that I was like, oh, they're actually not, like, these spoiled, entitled people at all. Like, if anything, you gave us more. Like me, Mel, and Maddie, and then and then me, so much, and I was like, "This is like they actually truly value the people around them," which I think was the best thing. And then yeah, so we always just had these the same values, and then the same work ethic. I think the work mm. ethic was a big one. Like, yeah, yeah. We both were really hardworking, but also in terms of like efficiency, was one thing that yeah. we both. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we would do things so like effi- like really good like. Great problem solving, but the same type of problem solving. Yeah. And same mindset in terms of what matters and what doesn't. Yeah. Like, oh, don't worry. Like, there's a green speck on that. We can just mm. Photoshop that later. Like, just little things we weren't stressed about, but we had the same things that we would stress about and wouldn't stress mm. about. So, everything we were just on the same page and wavelength about. And I was just like this loose unit. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> like coming in costumes and stuff, which I think, I don't know. I've never confirmed this, but. It probably was a bit of a refresher for you at the time. So it just so worked. Refreshing. It so just refreshing. worked really early on and really quickly. And then, yeah, we became really, really close. And then, like, you know, t- I knelt down on one knee and then I knelt down on one knee and I said, Will you be my best friend? And she said, No, it's too early. And so- <laughs> 
was quite awkward. No, I said, for a um, I need some time to date everyone else first. Yeah. And, and we're, we're not only on this yet. island for nine days. <laughs> you wear this TV show, honestly. Oh, my God. <laughs> but also I think, like, all the things that, also, like, you know, I was talking about the, the ways that we're different. There's a very, like, serious side of me, which is not my dominant side at all. And Nick's playfulness has always brought out the side. Like, that's why we, Nick and I work so well together is because he brings out the side of me that is, I can easily suppress. Like, in the, in the law firm, it died. But he brings that back out. And then when he and I get too serious or get too bogged down, like, you've been this beautiful, uplifting, like, you just would not take shit from us. Like if we even tried to be not the most down-to-earth people in the world, like you'd just be like, oh, he's a bougie. Like you'd pull us up on everything but also have this such a refreshing view on the excitement and potential of life and people and that's really infectious. So I was like, I want to keep her as my best friend. But you also know I'm terrible at leaning on people, like terrible at asking for stuff. Well, that's what we had – not interventions about the start, but I was like, you have to let me help you. And you mm. were like, oh, I don't ask. And so it came to the point where I just would help you without you asking and kind of would figure out yes. that you needed help. And I think that's the other part that made us much closer was that, I don't know, again, can't confirm perhaps that you realised that I was someone that could just read your mind in a sense. Yeah. I think a lot of the time, a lot of it at the start was me just knowing what you needed and then you also the same, like vice versa kind of vibes. And then, yeah, we just got really close just naturally. Mm. But I think because of that, because I would refuse it, but you would still sometimes see that I needed it even though I wouldn't, I didn't know or think that I needed it. You'd do something, but then it was the aftermath of you didn't make a big deal of it, you didn't make me feel bad about it. Like that kind of trust of, oh, I can lean on someone or delegate on them and, or delegate to them and it won't be like, not that you – like we're just both very much like we don't need credit. It's not quid pro quo either. You don't mm. need to pay me back straight away. That's right. Yeah, I think that was the thing. It wasn't yeah. like it a wasn't keeping tally. Yeah, it was just like you did that for me, and now you and I are both like, okay, I have to pay pay you back right away. But yeah. the, we kind of both relaxed for the first time into like, yeah, she doesn't need that. I don't know. It just kind of, yeah. It was like although the first year I was very much just like your helper, like your slave. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I wasn't. But uh, we were because <laughs> the first year. And then the second year is when I started Paper Planes, the food truck. And we were still close but not like like mm. besties for life. And then I think the milestone for me, and I don't know if it was for you, was when we did Good, Good War Hunting, which oh my was God. like the end of that second year. And that trip was just the best trip ever and I didn't think that you would come like I was like oh I'm doing this trip and yeah you were like just come for like one day of the seven days and Nick well, and I even. were like I just like I didn't we'll even... be there for 10 days well you both you and Nick were just both like oh well we assumed that we were going to be there and at that time we were really good friends but not to the point where I was like oh she'd drop everything for me and same yeah. with Nick and even then Nick and I had only started becoming close probably two weeks before that because mm. like you and I were good friends but I hadn't yeah spent much time with Nick and probably three weeks before we left for or four weeks before we left for Good War Hunting is when Nick and I probably first hung out for the first time and, and then you, you had were, riding in common and then you guys well, like no, you rode a lot together no it's because he started he respected me because I beat him in um, oh my around God, the basketball. world yeah and I'll never live it <gasps> down right. I'm glad he's not here to defend himself because I can continue <laughs> That scoring still controversial. Yeah, yeah it's still <laughs> controversial. Yeah, and then because I became close with Nick, it was just another reason why we became closer because then we could yeah. all hang out. And we and you were still working in the business then, so we were also just like the three of us were working. I feel like we became the three musketeers on that trip. Like that yeah. was like an and then because the three of us could hang out so easily, it's the weirdest relationship. Weirdest. Almost everyone that knows us is like, what is you know going what, on there? Inside, like for us, we don't think it's weird until someone else is like. Oh, like how, how do does the dynamic work? Like, and we have never thought about it ever because no, we just hang it's out. Never been weird, and because we, I, you, Nick, like we're all the same. In, I, you, Nick, uh, <laughs> we, our trip, our trip, our car, we trip, we trip. You, <laughs> what did that start from? My chai. <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to anybody. <laughs> so there were, once on another trip when the three of us went on a trip, we were at the supermarket. There was a brand of chai called My Chai. We thought it was hilarious. And then it was We Chai and then no, it was Our Nick, Chai. Nick made a joke and he's like, look, it's, this chai? is your chai. Oh, and then like, you were like, 
we chai. No, and I said our chai, grammatically correct, and then you went we, we chai. chai. And, and now every time we say anything, it's our we, my, anyway. Yeah. It's not actually that funny when you explain it to other people. But yeah, our dynamic is strange, but also not. I kind of love it. I love that we are... Uh, Friends don't fit for, into boxes. You love when things don't fit into boxes. I love when things don't fit into boxes. You know this. I hate I labels. It. Yeah, you love it so I much. I hate having to explain. It's ex- like a label something because then you're you're tied to that mm. whatever that label is. Mm. But the best thing is that we have never thought of age and experience and mm. all of that as I reasons think about to age be. all the time. But that's fine. Okay. Well, <laughs> when you say things to me, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> or when we say things to you, I'm like, remember like something you know really like. Oh, what's an example? Like, yeah, remember Nick's like remember you- UDLs. Remember like Bacardi Brazers, and you're like, what? Yeah, it was, like, uh, was that pre ninety seven because <laughs> nah. And Nick will be like, it's nineteen fifty two. When I was a yeah, six year old, yeah. <laughs> when I was in high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, but age and age and background and experience, nothing it was has just been never very been a barrier to friendship or a reason to intelligence and lack thereof has never been an no. issue. For us. <laughs> ESL. <laughs> ESL. Oh. <laughs> So and just the gags, like we just have so much fun. We've yeah. had like maybe only two. But blow we, ups. Two blow ups, and yeah. they were about. They were only about caring for each other too much. Agree. We had an intervention because they're both Sarah been interventions. Yeah. Rest. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were like it's um, and she gets really like passive. <laughs> so sassy. <laughs> you kind of like say one thing about health and wellness, but then you're kind of like doing the other thing, and it's kind of like a little bit hypocritical. It's and not I was even. Like, whoa. It's not even that. Like whoa. it's even more sassy. It's like. You can't just say these things and tell people to rest and not do it yourself. <laughs> and text I, message. like, anti-confrontation. No, you did that in person. We were at Frank and Ginger. Oh, yeah. And then my chin goes back into my, like, whole entire brain. Like, my whole face goes back into itself and I have no neck because I get and so I awkward. Really, and I really call <laughs> Sarah out because there's nothing to call her out on except for her inability to see that she's burnt out. Mm-hmm. And then we have to, I have to intervention her. But we've only had... Two. What was my intervention? Oh, mine was about that time you got drunk. It's not that, you know, they weren't even blow-ups. They were just <laughs> no, like the first time we were like, you're actually annoying. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. actually annoying right now. No, that was me being like, legit, go away. Yeah. Get out of my fucking face <laughs> right now. You're not my friend right now. Like, we don't, and also the other thing is we don't get to a limit, you know, with some friends when you go away and like on day three, you're like, okay, I'm finished. Like day three is enough, yeah. Yeah, but we don't really, like we're on day four almost. Yeah, I've. I found it yesterday. Didn't want to say that loud, <laughs> I don't want to tell anyone, but like now that we're in a safe forum, yeah. I really love people that speak their trauma. Yeah. All my my preferences are going to be from singles in fan now, from singles, and I'm going to understand it, but no one else is. But that's our life, though. But anyway, yeah, so that's... Oh, we went past an ice cream shop today. Anyone who's been following the ice, ice cream, cream of If you've been following that from a few episodes ago, we went past an ice cream shop today and we said ice cream of Oh, and like talk about the yay. You guys know that. Did you find the thing? Yeah, I found it. Did you actually? Yes, I found it. Oh, nice But our, like, and brings so much yay to our lives. So much yay. And this was before I even knew that Seize the Yay was a philosophy. I hadn't, like, we were very early matchmaden, let alone, you know, this mm. chapter, this kind of more recent chapter. And even the fact that we do things like we'll go out and... I, like I said, like my default often and not as much anymore, but at the time when we met was to take myself very seriously and to try and like do the right thing all the time and not look silly. And you've like the red hot crack attitude that you bring to everything in life has really kind of rubbed off. So today we went, literally, we just went shopping and to get a coffee <laughs> and Andrew was like, let's play a game. Let's have a $20 budget and we have to buy the weirdest thing that we can possibly buy for each other. And we can't tell each other what it is. And then you have to wear it for the rest of the day. Like those kind of things that are so childlike sense of wonder about the world. But old me would have been like, I can't look that silly outside. But new me is like, that is so much fun. I have to say you have, you have come around because at the start I'd, I'd bring up these stupid games and they just think on the spot and you, I'd have to tailor it slightly when I'm like, okay, you make I'll it compromise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so at the start it would have been $20 and you have to wear it for an hour. Yeah, or and like t- you have to wear it in one shop and then you can <laughs> today, take it off. And today, today I was Sarah like, was like trying, to, trying to negotiate. She goes, so just for this walk, right? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I was like, can I have more budget? First you said, can I have more budget? That's true. Because <laughs> I found something that was, it was $30 and it was so good. And then she was like, okay, so but you only have to wear it 
for this the rest of this walk, right? And I was like, absolutely not. You're like, okay, so an hour? I said, absolutely not. The rest of the day, inside and outside, bathroom, toilet, shower, everything. <gasps> and you, and no, and you were like, and we were gonna go surfing today. I would have had to wear it surfing. Yeah, and you were like. Okay, deal. <laughs> 2016, Sarah would have okay, been like, deal. oh, yeah, okay, so I'll just wear it to the front of the shop because anyone sees me. <laughs> Whereas I'm actually, actually I was like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And you were more, getting more creative than you had your present before I had mine. And I also was like, as if we're going to see anyone that we know. But quick diversion before I read the letter that I found and just first sliding into my DMs. Oh, my God, I'm so excited I found it. But quick Diversion to Yeighborhood Watch item number one because we actually met one of the Yeighborhood in the wild, which makes my day. Anyone listening who has experienced this, you'll know I don't like get weird or anything. I just full on assault you. Like I get so excited straight to have no social distancing. I'm just like so excited to meet listeners. And we walked into Ganda, which is this amazing store. We were just like, we were. We had so many items to try on. We're so excited. Well, I was, we were just frothing everything and I was like, this would look good on a mannequin, but not me. Like those kinds of items. <laughs> and then Zara McLeod, shout out to Zara. Hey, Thank Zara. you so much for being the most lovely Zizi. listener. Zizi Macca. She came over. And at, like one of the things that I get so upset about is when people see us and then are too shy and then message later. And I'm like, we could have had the chance to meet, but Zara came over and like, you know, explain that she listened all the time and she wanted to show her friends because they listen and that just made my, you, like you saw my face, I get, it makes my, like I want to cry. I want to like drop to the floor and cry because it makes me so happy. So that was the best. While we're on that topic though, can we please shout out to Maggie in Westside who uh, stopped me during my run to say that she loved the podcast and <gasps> listens to us when she breastfeeds. Oh my God. Hi, Maggie. Yeah, my dog. The amount, it's, you know what, it started like, at the very beginning, you started to get, like, people would be like, oh, I saw you on, you know, Sarah's okay, Instagram. No, babe, it's like once the a year. The tables have a turn. <laughs> 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 people are literally like, <laughs> um, are you Sarah from Angfoot's Instagram? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> happens once. all the time. That happens once. It happens all the time. And then also I said to Zara, by the way, this is Ange. And she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> she's with you all the time. <laughs> oh my god anyway it was about so okay and then just quickly one more neighborhood watch item that's related to actual neighborhood that mm. we know and that we've connected with so a couple of weeks ago we shared the gardener brothers the tap dancers from ireland who are just so happy and so uplifting and it's so cool that a niche has become so big because tiktok is such a democratic platform so one of our dear followers actually like taught us a few facts about that. So I've I've got a voice recording which I'm going to play, but I think first I should read the message because otherwise I'll just keep diverting. I was just going to say a big tangent. So we, um, yeah. Oh, Bim, look how long it is. It was. It, oh my god, it's <gasps> worth two. Oh my god. Can I read it out in my no, tone? I, no, I'm going to read it out. Tone. I'm going to read it out in the tone that I anticipate, like that okay. I believe that I heard it in. Okay. <laughs> and this is also even funnier because I haven't gone back to read it since knowing either. you now. So this either. is hilarious. Okay. Okay, context is me. First of Jan twenty sixteen. And I was writing this just in a in a bus from Cambodia to Vietnam. Because you were still overseas. I'm still overseas. Okay, okay. Oh my god, thirty first of Jan twenty sixteen. Hey Sarah. Okay, it's also so weird that you even called me Sarah. Like I find that really weird. Before you start, I think we need some cute background music okay cute do you want me to just edit put it in editing over are you oh, gonna yeah, play yeah, it in the yeah, back okay yeah. guys cute just go. romantic emotional music Hey, Sarah, I know this is extremely random, but please, if you have time, read my wacky yet true story. (laughs) So about five minutes ago, I was just sitting around sweating my butt off at the Vietnam slash Cambodia border control when I got an iMessage. So specific. I got an iMessage from my oldest grandma's sister. She called me by my full name. Angelina, so I knew it was serious. The message read, Angelina, matcha maiden chick is my friend. I've been talking to her about Matcha Maiden and about the girl who owns it for ages because we both have urges to be entrepreneurs also and you are one of the people that I've been watching for ages. At first I was thinking about all the time she said she knew someone and it was more like, I've seen this person walk past me before, but then somehow it actually clicked. It all came rushing back. She really did know you and knew you well too. If my memory serves me right, so formal. Bim, I don't, it's because you're talking like I'm formal. I do not sound like that. <laughs> I'm like, if I remember 
remember correctly. <laughs> That's what I want to sound like. You are the Sarah that sang Misery Business for Amidst the Chase. That was our band True in story. school. The video is still on YouTube if you want to see it. <laughs> you would have said ha 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 like that. Sometimes we pull it out of the archives for laughs. You are also the Sarah that is Korean and has super supportive non-Korean parents and also smashed school. And the Sarah that went to Monash and studied law and apparently the Sarah that got my sister through English in year 12. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my eight-year-old self met you as well. Otherwise, I wouldn't have remembered all of that. Me and my friend started a health and wellbeing food account called The Green Counter last year because we were mega bored. The jump from McRob to uni is like 100 to zero in terms of intensity and work. We make 90%, 97% of the stuff on our own page and are constantly trying new things. One time, Matcha Maiden reposted us. That was pretty exciting. We also catered the two times you sale at One Hot Yoga in South Yarra. Small world, hey? Anyway, just wanted to say that I've followed, I've followed what you've been achieving for a while now and you're a huge inspiration to me for what I want to do when I grow up. Oh, she's still not grown up. Lame. If you actually read all of that, that you're jokes. a legend. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about wasting those five minutes. P.S. Catherine or Rowie lost your number. She's a grandma and doesn't have Instagram and doesn't use Facebook and only uses email and even then she probably still uses <laughs> Yahoo, but she says hi. I'm okay, so bye funny. Okay, from Rowie's little sister, Ange. <gasps> okay. And then I said... Let me read yours oh then. Oh, I haven't read mine back either. So, okay, so neither, so of heard, neither of us has heard that. But can I please say my recount of our friendship and how what I was thinking is so reflective of, of exactly what I've just written. The whole, like, you're the Sarah, like, oh, Korean yeah, yeah, Sarah. Oh, yeah, yeah, You totally said the, told it accurately. Like, even with the ha because you still laugh like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to blow out the audio so bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no one's going to understand that. No one's going to understand that. <laughs> I can't even talk. Sorry, guys. This is the first time we've done a podcast like face to face. Oh yeah. Also, guys, we're doing as you can hear. Our audio is the same. We're in person. We are in person. This is the most exciting. Okay. But it also means you don't get the amazing visuals of us like eye rolling at each other. Okay. So you responded the next day. Lovely. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't go so close to the microphone. Sarah just pushed me away from the microphone. Because <laughs> you're like blowing out everyone's ear holes. Yeah. Okay. Where do I even start? Question mark, exclamation, 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 exclamation. <laughs> Thank you so much for the lovely message. Of course I remember you both. I don't do those hand movements. So, so grateful for the lovely words. And can't believe you're the green counter too. Exclamation, 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 exclamation. <laughs> So funny about my grub to uni. Boredom. <laughs> I actually just laughed out loud in a cafe. She probably, <laughs> probably, she probably did not. Yeah. She emailed me. I didn't even crack a smile. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she emailed me yesterday. Actually, I was so excited. The three of us should catch up. Green hearts times five. I want to hear all about the green counter. And oh my God, that video dot, dot, dot. I can't decide if I really want to see it again or keep pretending it never happened. Ellipsis. Ellipsis? Oh my god, <laughs> drama dots. I never check my DMs because I'm always on the Matchmaiden account, but my email is hello at matchmaiden.com. And I was like, oh my god, we're going to have to um, talk via email. Or my phone number is 1 800. I gave you my digits. Me. You gave me my, your digits. And let's have brekkie. And then you converted it to red hearts. And that's when I knew it was love. Oh yeah, I, green hearts were for everybody, red hearts were like family only. Legit. So. Oh my god, so cute. Oh my god, and then our next. <laughs> oh my god, so our next. I love how this is purely an exercise for us. Like most people listening have tuned out by now. Like this is not the eighth round. This is amazing. That I <laughs> no, this is this is Valentine. Galentine's this is Galentine's. Day. Anyway, so I responded the next day, and then you responded. But the, so that was Feb fifth or something. The next DM we had after that was me replying to your story in November of 2016. From Feb? To November. Oh, but when, when did we actually have the catch-up? Like 
20 days after that because I'd come back Why home. though? Because we, we started working together like straight after. But I think oh, we was were the matchmaking account. It would have been account. Yeah, always or messages. In. And I, I had no, yeah, I had well, no. Well, by that time I was already calling you Bim. <gasps> wow. Stop it. Not Bimbo. And I think you. Because Bimbo was the level one. Bim, because I think you went paddle boarding and I responded and I said, Bim, did you even move from the shore? Because that doesn't count. <laughs> you were already bagging me out like second message in. Wait, you did Bim. I did. It wasn't Bimbo. It was Bim. It was Bim. That's like really quick. That's really quick. Okay, well, that's our love story, everyone. So now you know 55 minutes later how we yeah. met. That's probably yeah. why we haven't done it on the podcast well, properly before. Well, I think before. that's what people were trying to ask when they were like, how did you meet? Is not the brevity, like not the brief story, story the Can real you story. Speak today? What is even I going can't, on? I honestly can't. You make me nervous. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's still fangirling. <laughs> also, the other thing that's happened is we got like real close real quick and – I I think like you know every part of our life. Ange has a house key to our house. Like that isn't that's a big deal for us. You just could go over you lived with us for like a year when you were on placement. That's mm-hmm. a big like like your family. And and you hang out at our house with my parent, like our family when we're not even there. But we've gotten so close now that like you just don't like <laughs> when just- when people are like, Hi Sarah, you're like, why are you talking to her? She's so lame. <laughs> like you just don't like you. When my book launched, she's like, I don't even like read it. Oh, I know. Like, the matter, I literally said that to my housemate the other day. I was like, okay, I have another book, which I haven't read. But yeah. My best friend wrote it. I still haven't read but it. But on page forty-two, and she wrote it two years ago. <laughs> like when when I do speaking gigs and stuff, and she's like, why are all these people here? No, I don't what? get it. No, you're so like you're so desensitized. No, okay, no, okay, desensitized sounds better. But I'm very much like yes, you deserve to have all these people here. Except that you're also like, why are they here? Which is also what I'm like. I'm also like, why? Why are no, they here? No, okay. What Sarah means in that is that <laughs> I see her as just my best friend Sarah. Yeah, so I forget yeah. that there's this other like like business uber successful side of Sarah until we go out and we're trying to shop for clothes and someone's like, are you Sarah? Are you Sarah Davidson? <laughs> oh my God, because but do you I not, love you. Do you not think I'm exactly like that with everyone? Like I'm how I am with everyone? No, you're the same person. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not like... Well, I wouldn't be friends with you if you were two different people. Except if I was better off... Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like one of the things I've always wanted is to be the same in real life when people meet me. Than as you are as, as what they thought I was. Well, you know what, what I mean? We, we chatted about this yesterday. Yeah, the other yeah, day. yeah. But that's uh, also, I wouldn't be friends with you. Like, I don't think I, I don't care for status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough for, no, like, neither, I would only neither. be friends with you because I thought you were the same person yeah, yeah, that yeah. I, like, obviously, you've got like partnerships and things where you take photos and that's this, but that's not a different side of you. That's just another, yeah. like that's an extension yeah. of what you like to do and, they, and you like fashion and, and makeup and things. We but, spoke about that recently though, that that's like the biggest compliment you could ever give me. Isn't like, I love your work or I, yeah. whatever. It's that it's, Oh, you're exactly how I thought you'd yeah, be. That's like, like, Oh, I, I want that to be how it yeah, is. Or like you're a, really approachable. I'd like to think that that's still what people think of us. I think it's mainly because you fart on my Instagram all the time. So people are like, oh, okay. She can t- <laughs> she's like chilled because <laughs> she lets that happen. <laughs> no, she doesn't let that happen. She has no choice. <laughs> you happens. know my password. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, so Yeaborhood Watch. Lots okay. of beautiful things have happened mm-hmm. this week. We've had lots of lovely messages about our episodes recently as well, which is really nice. I feel like people Aww. are making more effort to send messages when something really resonates with them. And that just means the world because, again, I've said, I have said say it all the time. You guys know we can't see you as we're recording because you're not listening while we're recording. Yeah. You listen later. So I forget or I forget that it can have an impact or how it might have an impact and it means so much to get feedback. Also so that we know what lands and what doesn't, like, mm. i.e. Angie's bow talk. And- well, <laughs> We almost, I got pretty far without, but I hate to burst your bubble, but they're actually all my burner accounts. So they've been sending <laughs> You've messages. just been sending yeah. love letters from all your other. Yeah, my burner accounts. Your finsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, <laughs> I already knew. So we have a beautiful follower who I've been messaging back and forth for ages now. Her name is Marie. She's absolutely lovely. Super, super active member of the neighborhood. We love Marie. Marie, I chat to, I feel like, on the reg as well, but also have never seen Marie. We've never seen Marie, but even like our first years of our lives, Marie sent this little meme, friendship is having each other's worst photos and like this cute little thing. And she said, this is one for you and Ange. That was like 
back in October. So, so sweet. She's so lovely. Look how active. Yeah, we love Marie. Yeah, Marie, we love you so much. You're just the absolute loveliest. So she gave us a little clarification on the Gardner Brothers that we sent. So I had said something about the tap dancing shoes and then she sent a message explaining a little bit more about them. So I thought I would play that audio for you guys because I love when you guys send audio messages. I think it's really sweet. So this is what she said. Hey, Sarah. So I've just arrived at school um, to teach, but I was listening to your chat with Ange and you mentioned the Gardner Brothers, which then my heart was like, woo. So Matt and Michael, I've danced with Michael in a show years ago. But these are the shoes that they use. Um, so in Irish dancing, you actually have two pairs of shoes. I have the other pair down there because I'm teaching this afternoon. Uh, they're soft shoes or pumps, they call them in Ireland. And these are either called heavies or hard shoes. Now they're different to tap shoes. So obviously they both make a tap sound as such. But this before was actually fiberglass. So it's a different element material than tap shoes. And yeah, it makes obviously... <laughs> Just tapped it on my steering wheel. Clearly, that's not going to make much sound. But, yeah, so I thought I'd let you know that they are different to tap shoes. They are amazing, and what they do is insane. Uh, there's so much work that goes into being able to move your feet, obviously, that fast, and the technique and tricks that they have. So, yeah. Isn't that so fascinating? Yeah, I'm sorry that we just assumed they were tap shoes. Mm. But I love... Oh, yeah, I love learning new cultures and some, a play, Ireland is a place I haven't been yet and it's, it's so it's high on my bucket list. Yeah. We went to our dear friend Moira's wedding there with Kat, Laura. Shout yeah. out, Kat, Laura, Liz, Moira, my dear friends. Also from McRob. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God, McRob. They also the know They know Catherine and they also, like, obviously they know mm. you now through mm. us, but they knew you back then as well. Oh, cute. Oh, my loves. We had the most amazing time. In Killarney, it was wonderful. It was so wonderful. But we didn't Irish dance. Although there was a lot of Irish dancing, it was amazing. It was like river dance. Do you remember river dance? Is it pre-97? Totally asking the wrong person here. <laughs> and Michael Flatley. <laughs> anyway, Marie, thank you so much. Uh, it's always so wonderful to learn new things. You guys know I love a niche market and a, a niche area of interest. So I love learning more about Irish dancing. Now I feel like next she should send me a video of her Irish dancing. Yeah. Marie. We Next should go time. To, oh, we should go to Marie's class. <gasps> Marie, can we do a neighborhood dance session Okay, with I you? have two left feet, so this will be for the lols for you, but I would I will take really it very seriously. No, you will, no, 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 <laughs> I, I will excel in Irish no, dancing. I will try, but it won't be very successful, but I'm <sighs> giving it a red hot crack. Oh, my gosh, I, oh my gosh. That's such a good idea. Yeah, we should do, do that. More, for the live events as well this yeah. year, like now that we can, we're starting to be able to get, you know, a little bit more in-person events going. So I want to do a live show again, but also like beautiful neighborhood activities. Yeah. Also, Marie's family is still on a dairy farm in Ireland. So look at the cows. You know how we love cows? <gasps> oh, so cute. <gasps> Marie, Wait, is Marie living so in Ireland at the minute? I think she's here. I just don't, I forget Let that um, Instagram is a global. She's in Sydney. Sidia. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we love you, Marie. And anyone else who wants to send us, there's actually been a lot more. I should have really screenshotted more things and been a bit more organized. I will for next episode. But thank you so much, Marie. And guys, always please send us beautiful things that you see. A couple of other things I have seen this week. I told you about this on our walk the other day. An 11 year old girl with Down syndrome was bullied at her school in North Macedonia. We hate bullying. Like, yep. we, you and I don't really even use the word hate that often, no. but we hate bullying. And flies. And, okay, oh, my God. <laughs> Anne does not have many nays TA. Very long tolerance, lots of patience, very easygoing, but actually furious. Furious. Like furiously, like swearing, which yeah. also never happens, about the flies here. Okay, didn't swear. Getting to that point, but I did tell you to stop laughing at me because it's not funny. Yeah, you were like, can't so take a joke. I was like, whoa. <laughs> anyway, 11-year-old girl with Down syndrome bullied at her school in North Macedonia after parents of other students complained about her being in the same class. This week, the president walked her to school himself. Not the president of the school, the president of the country. I love it when people use their positions for things like that. Me too. And also, read this on a different page but the same day, the first fully qualified scaffolder with Down syndrome 
has just qualified. Oh, Todd Scanlon. You know, Bim, that downs and disability, I have such a soft spot for. I know. Because I appreciate and love them so much in society and I wish they were more appreciated and loved and treated equal in such a, like, like deep, deep, deep way in my soul and heart. I know. I know. It is Winter Olympics, so we are mm-hmm. back to crying over the Olympics yep. and nations uniting together. Max Parrott... Ten months after the 2018 Winter Olympics, Canadian snowboarder Max Parrott felt a lump in his neck and was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. So those of you who have listened to Bryony Benjamin's episode from last week, it was the same type of cancer, and both of them obviously incredibly young. He had to stop everything. He underwent 12 chemotherapy treatments over the span of six months, so very intense kind of drop everything, stop your career, no thought about, you know, the next Olympics. Three years later, he returned at the Games and won gold during the men's snowboarding slope style at the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics. That's so incredible. (gasps) Warmed my heart so much. Oh, this one's just a silly cute one. Did you see the video of the cute little Asian girl covering the dog's ears because there were fireworks? No. Oh, my God, look at this video. I'll share it on the Seize the A page. The fireworks start going off and this tiny little girl in this cute little pink puffer jacket is worried about the dog. And she covers his ears. It just made me really happy. I've saved it on like three different pages. I love kids so much. An eight-year-old in Idaho in second grade, he made a book like by himself. He drew all the pictures, made the story. He snuck it onto the library shelf and it's got a two-year waiting list. (gasps) Oh, my (laughs) God. Oh my gosh! Oh, I've never, I've not seen that one. They're so good. Aren't they so cute? Yeah, I just screenshot all these good news things because the thing is, I don't think there are less good news stories going around. I just think we don't hear about them as much because they're not, you know, controversial stuff. Obviously, eclipses these kind of stories in the news. I don't know why. What else has been really cute this week? Oh, a tomato wholesaler. I think this was on the ABC. A birth-based wholesaler, shout out to EPT Produce, and its director has worked with a local packaging company to find a suitable alternative to the plastic punnets that hold cherry and grape tomatoes. So he started rolling out plastic-free punnets made from recyclable cardboard, which obviously in the in an industry where so much of our produce is packaged in plastic. Yes. Speaking I of, think this is amazing. Um, have you been getting takeaway and takeaway cups? I haven't bought my keep cup. You know how we we're going to buy one from locally, and that place didn't have them, so I've got to buy mine tomorrow. But yes, I am. You reminded. I, we got a message about someone else being reminded about that. I do yes, need to be we better. Did, we made a pact last time. We did make a pact. We're only going to drink takeaway out of keep cups, but in this trip, we have not, and I feel very guilty. We, we you have yours with you. Yeah, it's my bad. We keep forgetting to bring it. No, we need to be better than that. Yes, and I think do. I think there's more stories, but I think we've already talked for a long time today. Shall we finish with a quote? I don't. I didn't I have pick one. one. Oh, okay, thanks, Vim. Also, I feel like I did screenshot a lot more things, but we've already talked your ears off. So please keep sending them to us. I'm going to start resharing them on the page after a little poll that you guys want to hear more good news stories, and we'll obviously share them on here as well. Someone else sent me another one that I just remembered now, but I'll save that for next week. Okay. All right. In celebration of the love. On February 14th, which I never, I never really get around it. But, but no, you did this year. Yeah, this is a, I guess, credit to all the types of love there is out there. There's not Cute. just romantic love. There's platonic love. There's unconditional love. There's puppy love. Puppy love. There's romantic. There's intimate. All sorts. And this is one of my favorites from Dr. Seuss. We are all a little weird and life's a little weird. And when we find someone whose weirdness is compatible with ours, we join up with them and fall in mutual weirdness and call it love. Dr. Seuss. Bim. We are definitely in mutual weirdness. We are mutual. We are in mutual weirdness. We are in fudu mutual weirdness fudu. Fudu fudu. We need to explain that now. What did I, I just said so, I've been practicing my vibrato. So I did. In, no, in the car, we obviously always karaoke. Andrew's family, if you follow Andrew at all, you will know they have a full 
professional karaoke setup. They don't go to karaoke because I've got it set up at home. Lights, microphones, everything. And when we got to this Airbnb, which I will share the details of because lots of you have asked and we've only recently realized we should not be sharing that until we leave, but we will be sharing those when we leave because it's a beautiful place. We walked in. First thing Ange finds, 10 a.m. in the morning on the first morning, a karaoke machine. Genuinely. An actual karaoke machine. Yep. Leaving a review, five stars, karaoke machine. Five stars, karaoke deal. machine. Amazing. Absolute essential for yep. any holiday. So, <laughs> Honestly, I'm not kidding. I'm not joking. But so we started singing. So we've been singing the whole way in the car. Then we started singing on the karaoke. And then Ange said, we also both played in orchestra at McRobb. Very nerdy. There was a, a big muso nerd side of us. And we laugh about, we rekindled all the terminology. You know, when you yeah. know something so intimately for a period of your life, then you forget all the words and then you come back to them. So we were learning about crotchets and semi-crotchets and semi-quavers. And- semi-crotchets is semi-quavers and quavers and... And crotchets um, and semi-crotchets. Are there semi-crotchets? No, no. Anyway, crotchets. There are crotch. Anyway, whatever. And remembering all the muso words and we were talking about singing in vibrato. I and- said... I've been practicing my vibrato and I did this stupid thing like where she puts her finger in her ear. We need the visuals again. Oh. <laughs> That's my vibrato. And it's become so funny to us and no one else gets it. Oh, anyway, thank you for being in mutual weirdness I with me. I love how you're wrapping me up on my yeah, own I'm- show. This is when you cue the, up, <laughs> the, the, the Oscars music. Oscars we really music. need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to actually bring like a little like sound thing with me now. I'm just Wait, gonna- also, so one of the things on my good news story thing, two of them, another one was that a school teacher was like wanted to see how many students paid attention to the end of the note that he was writing. And so at the very end he said, please put in your assignment a photo of an otter. And he forgot that he said that and then started getting all these assignments back with pictures of otters in the middle. And he was like, what are these otters? And then he remembered that he put a nugget to check who was listening to the end, I'd reading to the end. Yeah. So we should, at the end of every Yays of Our Lives episode, put a nugget in and be like, send us a picture of something. Yep. Send us a picture of your best, you and your best friend. <gasps> but the ugliest photo the that ugliest you have to photo. get. <laughs> yep. The we will worst. not share them anywhere, but... There should be a prize for the best one. Honey. Yeah, okay. So our nugget for today that we're hiding in the very last moments of this episode is please send us the ugliest photo of you and your best friend. Or or, or the best vibrato that you can do. Or the best vibrato holding you. Oh, oh, wow. And I promise we won't share that audio on the show, I swear. Unless you let us. But also it can be a picture not of you and your best friend, but the worst picture of them that you've taken in your yeah, phone agree. that you're keeping for a special occasion. Because yeah. we also have plenty of those of each other. Just dog the boys, pretty much. Absolutely dog yeah. the boys. But I promise it won't go any further yeah. unless you want it to. Yeah. In which case, please send it and say, please repost we'll this and tag this person. Yeah. And yeah, we'll make a collage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm excited for this. Okay. And if you guys did enjoy this one, if you think we're funny, if you think we're not funny, please give us feedback. Keep those messages coming because it helps us to know how not to do the same thing next time. <laughs> Leave a review and write vibrato. Vibrato. So yeah, yeah, code yeah. word vibrato. vibrato. Safe word. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. I hope you're having an amazing week. Happy Galentine's, Valentine's, whatever you're celebrating. And hope you're seizing your yay. Oh. <laughs>